This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the Word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, and welcome to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, a weekly podcast where we ponder and proclaim the Sunday Mass readings. Well, this Sunday, our Mass readings reflect the event of the Epiphany, and we celebrate the solemnity of the Epiphany of the Lord today, this January 7th, 2024. So we have now officially entered the calendar year of 2024, but we've been celebrating the new liturgical year since the first Sunday of Advent. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year as we come to this beautiful feast and looking at yet another manifestation of God in the world. In fact, the manifestation where really the whole world recognizes in a particular way through these magi or wise men, the presence of the Lord. So I want to begin this morning with the collect prayer, as I have been doing quite often. Again, this beautiful prayer that we open up in the Holy Mass and an opportunity for you to listen to the prayer and to reflect on how the readings in a particular way reflect this prayer. So let us pray. O God, who on this day revealed your only begotten Son to the nations by the guidance of a star, grant in your mercy that we, who know you already by faith, may be brought to behold the beauty of your sublime glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. And in this prayer, this collect prayer, just want to direct your attention to the phrase, the guidance of a star, and that we who know you already by faith. This some have called this solemnity of the epiphany is called a feast of faith by some. And we hear in the readings, this presence of a guiding light, a a light that is called a star. So let's hear how these particular phrases and words show up in our readings today. In the readings for the Epiphany of the Lord, our first reading is a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Rise up in splendor, Jerusalem, your light has come. The glory of the Lord shines upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick clouds cover the peoples. But upon you, The Lord shines, 
and over you appears his glory. Nations shall walk by your light, and kings by your shining radiance. Raise your eyes and look about. They all gather and come to you, your sons from afar, and your daughters in the arms of their nurses. Then you shall be radiant at what you see. Your heart shall throb and overflow, for the riches of the sea shall be emptied out before you. The wealth of nations shall be brought to you. Caravans of camels shall fill you. Dromedaries from Midian and Ephah, all from Sheba shall come, bearing gold and frankincense and proclaiming the praises of the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Our psalm is Psalm 72. Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. O God, with your judgment endow the king, and with your justice the king's son. He shall govern your people with justice, and your afflicted ones with judgment. Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. Justice shall flower in his days, and profound peace till the moon be no more. May he rule from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. The kings of Tarshish and the isles shall offer gifts. The kings of Araba and Seba shall bring tribute. All kings shall pay him homage. All nations shall serve him. Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. For he shall rescue the poor when he cries out and the afflicted when he has no one to help him. He shall have pity for the lowly and the poor, the lives of the poor he shall save. Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. Our second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace, that was given to me for your benefit, namely, that the mystery was made known to me by revelation. It was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles are co-heirs, members of the same body, and co-partners in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel, the word of the Lord. Our gospel reading, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you 
shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. On this Epiphany of the Lord, there's much that has been written about the Epiphany, this manifestation uh, which actually epiphany means manifestation. So this coming to know this revelation of Christ. And in these particular readings, we're seeing that these royalty, these caravans, these uh, the splendor of Jerusalem are rising up and they are seeing a light that has come through the darkness. This has been a theme of Advent where we've seen the people living in gloom. We've seen the people in darkness and we've even seen here in Isaiah, this is the end portion of Isaiah, the darkness that covers the earth, that the thick clouds are covering the people in such a way that their spirituality has been clouded, their morality has been clouded, and yet the Lord shines and he appears in his glory. And that nations, that all of the different peoples of all the different places will walk by his light. And it is through the shining radiance of this one king. We see in the Old Testament through Isaiah, these gifts that are given. And one of the themes that I was thinking about is just the gift. We certainly in the secular world get wrapped up in the season of Christmas in the uh, the idea of gift giving and there are certain good things about gift giving and then it can be tied into more of a wrapping yourself up in the gift and in the money and the accumulation of things. But these gifts that we hear of gold and frankincense and myrrh recognize certain qualities of a king. And what do your gifts recognize in the quality of the person you give them to. There might be something special just in the recognition of a certain quality that you give a gift to. Maybe they love art and you give them something that will help them unlock the gift of their artisanship. Maybe it's a book on how to become a, a, a painter or a calligrapher or something that taps into their special gift. Well, these gifts are gifts that recognize royalty, recognize a mortality, a death, and, and recognize the incense of prayer and, and praising and adoration. So there's beautiful gifts that are given to the king, and we'll see those gifts being offered in our gospel reading today. 
in the Psalm, Psalm 72, we again hear about these gifts. Uh, the kings of Tarshish and the isles shall offer gifts and pay tribute, shall pay homage, shall adore. Gifts in many ways are how do we how do we offer our lives? How do we live our lives? Our lives are a gift. The gift of life is a gift. It's not something that we make up. It's a gift from God, that gift of life. And we're seeing in these readings, a particular gift, a recognition of the epiphany of the manifestation of God in our world today. St. Paul, in his writing to the Ephesians, is pointing out something particular about the Gentiles, those who are not Jewish, those who were not the, quote, chosen people, and yet the Gentiles have a special place or have an equal place with the Jews and the in the relationship that they have with God, that the Gentiles are even co-heirs. They are with the Jews in receiving that gift from God. They're members of the same body, and they're even co-partners in the promise of Christ Jesus through the gospel. So as we see, we're going to see this and read about it in the gospel reading today, that these magi represent the first of the Gentiles, those who are not particularly of the Jewish race, uh, the Jewish communities. These were known as maybe astronomers. They were men of high intellect. They were also known as wise men in addition to being called magi in this particular translation of the Bible. These were men who maybe sought out intelligence through interpretation of the stars and signs or maybe in of the weather. And so here are these other Gentiles. Most of us listening to this podcast today are Gentiles were not coming from the Jewish race, and yet God extends his gift of eternal life to us. And so we hear about Jesus's birth in this account of Matthew being born again in Bethlehem. And we see that in the early prophecies in the Old Testament, that Bethlehem was to be the place where a ruler would come that would shepherd the people Israel. So people knew for ages and ages about this special place of Bethlehem. That is where the Christ was to be born. And we hear about the story of these magi, these wise men who were seeking, they were seeking truth, they were seeking knowledge, and they recognized in what they saw, in what they interpreted from the stars in the sky, from whatever else they were consulting, they were convinced that a king was born in Bethlehem. And so they followed that star, they followed that signal, that, that signpost to find the ruler, to find the king. Do you ever find yourself searching, looking for the truth, looking deeper into the truth? This has been called in the, the epiphany, a feast of faith, a way of us recognizing the gift of faith and the call of faith 
that it draws us to draw deeper into the truth. And if we certainly truly seek the truth, we will be led into the Bethlehem stable. We will be led into a humble presence of the Holy Family, which we celebrated last Sunday. And we will be led into the presence of Jesus Christ himself, who leads us to God, the Heavenly Father. There are a couple of of great thoughts and reflections about the gifts that these wise men give to the Christ child when they come and they follow that star. Now, many have ascertained that that star was not necessarily a celestial body in the sky known as a star that we call it today, but could be a an angel guiding and, and leading these wise men to the Christ child. But whatever this supernatural guidance was, we saw a response by these wise men, by these these kings, we three kings as the song goes, but they come bearing gifts. They they expect their expectations is to encounter a king. They don't have a particular idea of the king's going to look like this. We don't hear that they expect him to be in a palace or expect him to be wrapped up in royalty, in having different servants serve him or having a lavish table in front of him. They just go and follow the star. And they encounter this holy family in poverty, in simplicity, in silence, not in any, there's, there's not horns and sounds and all of this um, pomp and circumstance that you might have if you are entering the presence of a, quote, king of royalty. But they just come and they come with gifts. And so it says here in the, in conversation with God about the gifts of the kings, and we hear about the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And so think about your own gift. And and here's a reflection from St. Jose Maria Escrivá. We offer him the precious gold we receive when in spirit we are detached from money and material goods. So think about that gift of gold. And Jose Maria Escriva says, let us not forget that these things are good, gold, things that money uh, attains, for they come from God. But the Lord has laid down that we should use them without allowing our hearts to be attached to them by putting them to good use for the benefit of all mankind. So there's this idea of not being attached to the gold, but use the gold for good and for the service of others. St. Jose Maria Escriva goes on to say, we offer him incense, the perfume, which was burned each evening on the altar as a symbol of the hope placed in the Messiah. Incense for us, if we're giving God incense, the writing goes, incense is our desire to live a noble life, which gives off the aroma of Christ to impregnate our words and actions with his aroma is to sow understanding and friendship. So think about how you live your life is that aroma, that prayer that rises up to heaven. 
the pleasant smell of incense comes from small hidden grains of aromatic material placed upon the burning charcoal. Likewise is the sweet fragrance of Christ noticed among men, not in a sudden burst of flame, but in constant red hot embers of virtues, such as justice, loyalty, faithfulness, understanding, and cheerfulness. You know, that's those little bits that are starting to bring that fragrance to come out of the actual incense that's being burned. That frankincense is being burned. Have you ever watched at your church? Hopefully that happened at Christmas when, when we had that incense burning and the smoke's coming, but it's not this big, huge flame. It's as those coals continue to get warmed up and burn that the incense and the fragrance is just, it's just flowing throughout the room. And we see that smoke flowing up to the top of the skies. In terms of the gift of the myrrh, we, or excuse me, with the Kings, we also offer myrrh because God incarnate will take upon himself our weaknesses and be burdened with our sorrows. Myrrh is the spirit of sacrifice that can never be lacking in a Christian life. Mortification sacrifice is made up of small conquests, such as smiling at those who annoy us denying the body some superfluous a fancy, getting accustomed to listening to others, making full use of the time God allots us. This can be part of our myrrh, our sacrifice, our self-denial. We make our offering to our Lord daily in gold, frankincense, and myrrh because we meet him every day in the Holy Mass and in communion. When the priest offers the paten, we can place our offering there too, made up of little things which Jesus will accept. So remember, as you see uh, the, the priest, again, lifting up that paten, put your prayers, put your offerings, put your gold, frankincense, and myrrh right there with those offerings that will go up to our Father. As we think about that star the star that shined up into our sky. Think about Mary. Mary is that Stella Maris, uh, that shining star of the sea, that star of the east, that Mary is our star. She is that guiding post that will lead us to Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, and we will encounter God, our Father. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and continue to offer your gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to God our Father today and always. May peace be with you. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.